0: You're listening to the Writer
1: Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. I love that he from Salam still comes on, even though the great betrayal that Tom did to him and to me, a former NFL offensive tackle, NFL analyst, offered to go to a game with me, his boys, my son. Tom said he'd get his tickets and then just completely blew us off. That is a disrespect of the highest order, and yet. Ephraim is still willing to come on the show. E, that makes you everything as a man that I wish Tom had been in that situation, a stand-up guy. Yeah,
2: I I figured, you know, I was raised, you know, don't let others influence who you're going to be. I'm Mm. not going to let my character be affected by the lack of character of someone else. And that's the situation we're in right now. I mean,
1: if there's anyone to whom you don't want to be impacted character-wise, some would say it is Tom to Celestino, <laughs> uh, before we get to NFL, let me just—we were just talking about this. Obviously, Florida State's left out. Alabama, Texas, oh get in. Gosh. Where do you come down on
2: this thing? I think, to me, I—I I understand what they're saying, but you can't. I mean, if a Power Five team from a Power Five conference wins their comp, not only wins their conference, but goes undefeated. You have to make it make sense in a way to where now it's literally, okay, so then what are we doing? What are we fighting for? Those kids played their butts off through adversity. Usually you're rewarded if you can continue to be excellent through adversity, and they were not rewarded. It was the complete opposite for them. They lost their starting quarterback. They lost their second-string quarterback. And they still managed to go undefeated, win the ACC, and then nothing. That is that's a travesty. Uh, because I'm not I'm thinking about the kids. I'm not thinking about well what's going to make good who's a better match. I'm thinking about these kids who sacrificed everything with an opportunity to play for a national championship, which was their goal at the beginning of the year, and it was snatched away through no fault of their own. They didn't lose the game.
1: Would you have um? Would you have left Alabama out? Would you have gone Texas, Florida State, Michigan, Washington? In that case,
2: well, it the, the it would have definitely been between Alabama and Texas. Now Alabama beat the number one team in in the country. They won the SEC championship, uh, which is considered the best conference in college football. I would disagree. This year, I think the Pac-12 was the last year of the Pac-12. So I don't know if I could have left Texas out just the, with the fact that Alabama lost to a, a good Texas team, but they also beat the best team uh, in the country the last two years uh, and ended a 29-game winning streak. So, I, you know, I probably would have put uh, Alabama in as, as the SEC champion.
1: Ephraim Salam here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on, on CBS Sports Radio. Ephraim We're pretty deep in the NFL season, but we can sometimes just let one outcome or one game maybe have too much of an impact on our thinking. That was a beatdown the Niners put on the Eagles. I mean, in Philly, that was domination. Is there an overarching takeaway for you about what it either says about San Francisco or what it says about Philadelphia, or is it just one game?
2: No, it's not one game. There's no such thing as one game in December this late in the year. Everything, every game now in the NFL, it's it's almost worth two games. They're so valuable because of the logjam you have, uh, not only at the top of the conferences, but also in the hunt, uh, wild cards. Every single game matters, especially when you're going against a a, a conference uh, foe. And, I mean, that was a, a clear... A, a, a clear drubbing of what supposedly was the number one team in the league. And at home, you know, when the line came out and they were three point underdogs at home, you knew that was bulletin board material for, for Philadelphia. So you knew they were going to come out with their best punch and that punch didn't even land. So the, yeah, there is, it's not just a game. It's a statement. It was a statement for the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, we're the best team in the league. Get ready. We're coming. Just like they were last year. And if it weren't, that game yesterday made me look at that, that NFC championship game. If Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the first series, we're looking this is a completely different Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, 100%. percent you from Slot here on the show. How many teams that aren't the Niners do you think can get things in order over the next few weeks, and be good enough to have a, a fighting chance coming out of the NFC when we get to the playoffs? How many teams do you buy into in the NFC as legitimate contenders to make a Super Bowl along with San Francisco?
2: Uh, I would I would say Philly's there. Um, I also think, I, I you know, I, I don't want to say Detroit because the, the last couple weeks, the last three weeks have, have been alarming to me. Uh, about detroit the mistakes they're making uh their inability to get out of their own way like yesterday they started off 21 points and and on fire and then all of a sudden things start unraveling that's something that they have to stop we've seen that the, the previous two weeks with the turnovers uh they squeak one out against the bears but you know they they're not going to be able to do that consistently moving down the stretch i think philly i think philly has uh a, a, a team that they're, they're 10 and two you can't discredit them i think at any given time they can they can beat anybody outside of, of the niners i think that matchup is, is, is a little difficult for them because of the weapons that the niners have outside and in the backfield uh the, the one glaring weakness for philadelphia has been their secondary and i think uh the niners know that and kyle Shanahan exploits that um And then I would look at the the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, although they haven't shown that they can beat a team uh, above 500, I I think the way Dak Prescott is playing right now and the way that defense can get after opposing offenses, I think they legitimately have a shot.
1: Ephraim, is there something wrong with the Chiefs if we assess them based on the standards of the last five years, which is in or on the brink of a Super Bowl appearance every single season?
2: Yes, there is something wrong with the Chiefs, and it's been festering uh, all season. And we've, including myself, I've made excuses for them, hey, as long as that defense is playing at a top five level and you have Patrick Mahomes, you have a chance. But what we're seeing is the lack of offensive weapons on the outside, outside of Kelsey, Um, it's, it's it's hard. It's it's difficult. Patrick, it's a lot on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Pacheco is, is he's running. He, I, I mean, they finally have a running game they can hang their hat on, and it doesn't seem to be equating to points. You know, getting sacked three times in the red zone. Uh, you know, last night and 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 only getting six points at three trips in the red zone. That's concerning because it's been something. It's been a pattern uh, of behavior. For them, the last uh, I would say month, month and a half or so, they can't put up the points that they're usually putting up. So they're not putting that type of pressure on opposing offenses, and teams are just hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, and uh, and and winning some of these games at the end. It's very concerning.
1: And I guess give credit to the to the Packers too. Are you? Is there a reevaluation now of the coaching staff there, of of the quarterback there? It's not like they're look; they're not ten and two; they're six and six. But under the difficulty of of a season, the first season without Aaron Rodgers, they're a five hundred team. They are a playoff team. If things were to end right now, how do you uh, how do you judge what the Packers have done this season?
2: You know what? I, I watching that game last night. It something struck me. I was looking at the sideline. I was looking at the players. I was looking at Jordan Love, and I was like, man, it seems like they're having fun. Wow, they really seem like they're together in their team, and that's different. That's a different Green Bay we've seen the last couple years. There's always been contention with Aaron Rodgers and whoever else, not saying that Aaron Rodgers wasn't great, as a teammate and all that, it just felt different. Watching him last night, I said, oh, wow, this is a great way to usher in a new era in Green Bay. Outside of the Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers era, is this the Jordan Love era? He had complete control of that offense last night. The team, His teammates were rallying around him. The relationship with him on the floor, it just felt different to me. And I was impressed. And coming down the stretch, they got a pretty favorable schedule. They could make some noise. I mean, at six and six, and being in the hunt, they could they could squeak past the Vikings, who just a complete disarray at quarterback, and find themselves in a wild card spot.
1: I mean, what a! I think it was Sinatra who said, "The best revenge is massive success." I don't know if it's massive, but the play, the the Packers in a playoff game if if the Jets are not given obviously Aaron Rodgers struggles would be quite a surprise E in terms of how those two organizations will, will turn out if it goes that way with this Aaron Rodgers
2: decision to go to New York. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree.
1: Ephraim, if you were to pick I give you I'm gonna give you one team that's not the Chiefs. I'm gonna say you can take the Dolphins, you can take the Ravens, you can take the Jags who are playing really well and play tonight against the Bengals, or anybody else to be the team to come out of the AFC that's not Kansas City, who would you have the most confidence in?
2: I would probably have the most confidence in in the Dolphins. They got too many weapons. They have weapons everywhere. They got a backup running back who might be the best back in the league. I, I, I mean, I, it, it just, it seems like um, just a bevy of resources. I, you got Tariq Hill who is clearly a class above any receiver. In the, it, it didn't make any sense what was happening yesterday from the onset of that game. <laughs> you got Tua Tagovailoa playing tremendous, smart, uh, exciting, and safe at the same time football. You got Mike McDaniel, who's a diabolical genius, Uh, with his stunner shades on on the sideline and his sweatpants and his off-white Jordans, like uh, off-white Nike. Like, the swag level is on a million in Miami. Oh, and by the way, it's in Miami. So I I would say out of anybody in the AFC, I would say Miami's there at the top. Then I'd also put uh, the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Ibram Salaam, great every time. We have you on. Thank you for not changing, despite the presence of a man whose name I won't <laughs> say. Appreciate you, buddy.
2: Uh, anytime. Anytime, man. You just let me know.
1: All righty. Thank you, brother. Uh, Ephraim Slam on Twitter, at Ephraim Slam. long former NFL player, NFL offensive lineman, NFL analyst, uh, and a really good guy. By the way, Tom, what you he give you a hard time? What did he say to you? <laughs> uh, he may have said that I'm dead to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty good betting week so far. 3 and 1 from last from last week. That's a great week. The Now, I'm, I'm on the Jags tonight, minus 8 and Apple. We'll see, the only one that got me is, and I hate to admit this, I, I bet on the, uh, the Steelers to cover, and they got dominated by Arizona. Arizona's playing really well with Kyler Murray back. More to come next segment about that oh, game. Oh, that's what we call a little tease in the business. Could it be it's Kyler Murray time on buy or sell?
0: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
2: clock at 4. Donchich. The step back
3: 3. You bet! Music. You said my world
0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He's Bill Ryder, and people can't stop listening. Rocks are
1: weird, man. Parts of the earth just sitting around. They are. I mean, it's just an interesting thing. It's a chunk of earth just sitting there. It's brighter Than You with Bill Ryder. That one, um didn't age the way that I guess I thought it was going to when it came out.
3: <laughs> How did you
1: think it was going to age? It's a good point, though. It's a big old chunk of earth. Just chilling. I don't know if it's a good point. It's an accurate point. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I kind of cracked the code on that. You know, you know what I'm saying? I think we've all come to grips
3: as human beings that rocks are just things we're going to see on a daily basis. Do you have any soccer coming up in the uh, segment? Uh, I have I have maybe a record-setting amount of questions
1: today as I look through. I
3: don't know if I see you any. You don't see
1: the soccer. Soccer. Barcelona had a big win I know you know about. Who they played, you know?
3: Uh, they played another soccer team.
1: Well done. And with that searing insight, it is time to navigate together to buy or, in Tom's case, sell.
0: What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All
3: right, Bill, let's make all your fans in Denver very happy by talking about the Broncos. Uh C.J. Stroud and the Texans snapped the Broncos' win streak yesterday beating them 22-17. Russell Wilson threw a season-high three interceptions, and Denver's 17 points yesterday were the fewest they've scored since October 12th. Denver is now 6-6, while Houston is 7-5. Both teams are on the outside looking in of the playoff picture as we speak. Bill, buy or sell either the Texans or the Broncos making the playoffs.
1: Wow. I, so, so, no on the Broncos. You know what? I'm gonna buy. Buy. I'm gonna get crazy and say the Texans have an outside chance. Okay? Ready for the schedule? Jets. Winnable game. They're the Iowa of the NFL.
3: Yep, I'm playing quarterback.
1: Yep. Titans. Again. Winnable game. Browns. Joe Flacco's the quarterback. Not an easy game. Winnable game. Titans. Again. And then the Colts. I mean, those are all challenging teams, but not overwhelmingly dominant teams. CJ Shroud's been amazing. Yeah, I-, I think they have an outside chance. I'm not going to gloat about Denver because it's one game, maybe they'll win a bunch more. I, I just, that was the Russell, and he has protected the-, the football much better this year than the last year. But it certainly seemed to me like a tale of two teams going two different directions long term.
3: All right, Bill Bailey Zappi started for the Patriots yesterday as Bill Belichick benched. Bill Belichick benched. That's a tongue twister. Mac Jones, and things actually got worse, if you can believe that. New England was shut out by the Chargers six to nothing. That's a baseball score. The Patriots are the first team since 1938 to lose three straight games when they allowed 10 points or fewer. Wow. Bill, buy or sell Bobby Cakes, a.k.a. Robert Kraft needs to clean house this offseason with
1: the coaching staff and any players Bye.
3: he's able to move. Bye.
1: It's time Bye. for a change. I mean, look, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a middle ground, which is bringing a really dynamic and empowered head of football operations, a general manager, but I don't think Belichick's going to allow that. I don't think it's a realistic outcome. I actually was driving around this weekend in my car feeling awesome, feeling like a million bucks, Tom, like the picture of health that I am, and I was thinking about Bobby Cakes. I don't know why. And it, I actually thought, right, if I had him on, I said, welcome in. Bobby Cakes joins us, the owner of the, you know, of the, of the Patriots. Welcome in, Bobby Cakes. Uh, that's Robert Kraft everyone else. Bobby Cakes, we call you that's a nickname we gave you. I actually think there's a chance he would laugh. I think there's a chance he would like it. I don't think it's a, it's a lot would be mad. Buy or sell, you are looking at Bobby Cakes as we'll be interviewed with fresh eyes.
3: So, mm. I think he would be highly offended. Why? Because it's not endearing.
1: What? It's we not... don't love Bobby Cakes on this show. We're making fun of him. I'm not making fun of him with Bobby Cakes. That's his just his name.
3: That's like when you say you're not making fun of me with all 27 nicknames you gave me. But
1: we do love you. Sometimes that's the way that I think there's plenty of evidence. Well, to first suggest of all, his name don't. is Bobby. He's a Robert, so Bobby. And then crab cakes, cakes. It's something that you know that brings people together. You don't even like crab cakes. That's true, I don't. I don't think he would like the nickname. I like most bobbies, but I know. I don't Do you know, know a Bobby you bobbies. don't know? Yeah, I, I don't know a lot of bobbies. My brother's a Bobby. I haven't had the pleasure to meet your brother. He might be the only Bobby that I know. As I think about it. Oh, I know another Bobby. My uncle Bobby.
3: I actually have an uncle Bob as well. That's Shame on Bob's. me. I Actually, have a cousin, yeah. Robert. Wow, they're I did great. a really bad job here. It's a really so, bad job.
1: So, Robert, where's Robert live? Uh,
3: Connecticut. My cousin lives in Connecticut. So, what do
1: they sell? What, what kind of what kind of seafood come out of Connecticut? Uh, that's a good question. They got the Long
3: Island Sound.
1: Yeah. So, what's in there? I don't oysters? know. Oysters.
3: I don't know what they're known Bobby,
1: for. Bobby? What's call them, Bobby clams. Uh, it's part of New England. Connecticut's part of New England, is it not? Buy or sell that clams are bad, the oysters are good. So,
2: they're both awesome.
1: They're both great. Eh, oysters I'm down there for.
3: <sighs> I don't know what to do with that. I'm going to get back to the NFL here, Bill, and I'm going to okay. give you a disclaimer. This is my favorite question today in Buy or Sell, so you're probably going to hate it.
1: Just so you know. Buy that. Buy, buy your... Buy. I'm going to love it. What are you talking about?
3: All right, Bill. Miami's Tyreek Hill was at it again yesterday, and the Dolphins win over the Commanders five catches for 157 yards and two touchdowns he'll not only leads the NFL in receiving by a mile he's well on his way to 2,000 yards but he also has 12 touchdowns which leads the NFL yet another wide receiver in the state of Florida is also putting up numbers Tampa Bay's Mike Evans went over a thousand yards receiving yesterday for the 10th straight season that's every year he's been in the NFL only Jerry Rice has more consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Rice did it 14 times. Bill, buy or sell it's more impressive what Tyreek Hill is doing this season rather than what Mike Evans has done for the last 10
1: seasons. It's an amazing question if the season were over and Tyreek Hill were at 2,000 receiving yards. Can I presume he gets at 2,000 receiving yards for this question?
3: Yes, he is on pace to fall just shy of 2,100. I know it
1: it doesn't mean he will, right? You know how that goes. So if he gets there, I will buy it. Buy. Barely, because it will be the best season for a wide receiver in NFL history. And he's doing it in the service of and largely impacting his team in a way that makes him the best in the NFL. Or maybe. Well, not the best. Maybe the best in the AFC. Excuse me.
3: Should Tyreek Hill get more MVP consideration than yes. Tua? Now, neither yes. one of them, I, th- I don't think, will yes. win.
1: Buy. Yes. Buy. Buy or sell that if the Dolphins make a deep run in the playoffs, everybody won the Tyree Kill move for Kansas City sending him to the Dolphins.
3: Because they won a Super Bowl last year. They did, but look what's happening. It's almost like a delayed effect. I know we spoke about this, but it's super bizarre.
1: I think they'll course correct. I think there will be some arrogance that obviously set in. Now they realize they need some guys on the outside who can catch the football.
3: All right, Bill, let's continue that quarterback talk here. The Jets are now 4-8 and after their loss to the Falcons yesterday. And NFL Network's Ian Rappaport is reporting the Jets are now out of the playoff picture and what it may mean for Aaron Rodgers. Quote, there's a chance that Rodgers is activated this season, putting him back on the 53-man roster. But even then... If the team is out of it, he would not play. He may, for instance, be the third quarterback only to be used in an emergency, helping him stay connected and involved with the team, end quote. Bill, buy said this is the most likely outcome for Aaron Rodgers this season. Buy, and it's the right outcome. Buy.
1: No reason to endanger him whatsoever. I wouldn't play him at all.
3: I'm so annoyed with him. This was always going to be the outcome. I'm so annoyed that he tried to get us to buy in that he was coming back on Christmas Eve. That he was going to help the Jets make. Give me a break. I'm so annoyed with him.
1: Why are you mad? Why are you all mad?
3: Because he did this on purpose. He's so selfish. Yeah, he's so very... selfish. He's a needy guy. Like everyone all season. When's he going to come back? He's going to try and come back. He's going to be the fastest to ever come back from an Achilles tear. Who cares? Who cares? It's always about Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired of it. You love this guy. So tired of hearing about, when's he going to come back? He can
1: get the Jets to the... No, he can't. No, he can't. Buy or sell, you're ready for him to retire. Buy. I kind of am, too. I'm over it. Buy or sell, you think he's happy for Jordan Love? Sell. sell. Yeah, for sure. No chance.
3: No chance. And every opportunity he gets on that other show to say that he's reached out to Jordan Love, he's given him advice, that's just so he thinks he can prop himself up to make himself look better.
1: Yeah. I bet Jordan Love, when the phone rings,
3: goes, oh, my God. Right? Like, Jordan Love has to answer it or has, has to, to answer. Res- or has to respond to the text. He can't ignore Aaron Rodgers because I mean, if Rodgers says that on that other show,
1: you know, that, why isn't Jordan Love responding to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Is the good guy? Jordan Love trying to dodge Aaron Rodgers' phone calls would be a great SNL skit. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. I like
3: that. Bill, let's stay in the NFL here. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett suffered an ankle injury in the Steelers' loss to the Cardinals yesterday. Pickett's injury happened in the second quarter, and your guy Mitch Trubisky finished the rest of the game. Little joke there. According to NFL Network, Pickett is expected to miss next week's game and possibly even more time after that. Pittsburgh is now 7-5 on the year, currently the 5 seed in the AFC. Bill, buy or sell the Steelers holding on to a playoff spot even after Kenny Pickett's injury?
1: So Mitchell. Sell. Poor Jibisky, man. He's a nice guy, too. I met him a couple times. No. Mitch, uh, too risky, isn't going to be able to get it done. Bye. Thank you let close call.
3: Let's go to a team who is getting it done, Bill. We're cooking now. <laughs> the Colts and the Titans went to overtime yesterday in Nashville with Indy coming away with the dramatic 31-28 win. 2.34 to go
0: in overtime. Second down and goal at the 4. Mention out of the gun. Shotgun snap. Looks to his right. It, Indians it's on. Throws it. Michael Pittman. Touchdown.
2: Touchdown, Michael Pittman. Ball game.
3: I-N-D-Y. Even it's good. I know it's what that spells. The Colts are now 7-5 and five on the year, but also 5-1 and one on the road, Bill, even after they lost their starting quarterback, rookie Anthony Richardson, for this season. Buy or sell the Colts
1: are the best story in the NFL right now. All right, so this is one of those questions that Tom asks because he has an opinion on it. No,
3: it's not. <laughs> yeah, it you is. You can take it in any direction. Well, bro,
1: the, uh, a 7-5 and five team can't be the best story in the NFL who
3: lost their starting quarterback who are a winning franchise despite their crazy owner
1: sell so. sell so. mm. Brock Purdy's a better story I agree by the way see see no you you yeah, want no. this no. what kind of a question is that
3: what do you mean there's an argument to be made that they could be there's an argument to be made that they aren't
1: there's an argument to be made for anything that doesn't make it a reasonable one why would the Colts be the? Why would that even be under consideration? All
3: right, now you're going to tell me they're not in like the top five best stories of the NFL?
1: I mean, I can't. I haven't sat around with my puppy dogs and my rainbows and I mean, my, come my on, unicorns. We were,
3: talk, we were talking about them winning two, three games
1: this year. I mean, come on, man! are one of the best team team. stories
3: with Gardner Minshew. Come on, bro. We didn't. Even, like we didn't even know if Jonathan Taylor was going to play a single snap this year.
1: One of the best stories. In, I mean, come on. Dude, the Lions are one of the best stories, just like what they've done. Now
3: Colts fans are going to come after you the way Broncos fans did on Twitter.
1: No, they're going to say, why? What is this guy? What is this dude no, talking they are about? They
3: a playoff team. I'm going to send this to Ryan Hickey. He's going to come after you. Yeah, World's that's biggest Colts fan. Got me there. <laughs> All right, Bill. Let's get to some college football here. Earlier this morning, Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord entered the transfer portal. Now, McCord struggled at times this year, but finished with 24 touchdowns and six interceptions. Ryan Day's team failed to score at least 25 points four times this season. That only happened to the Buckeyes twice in 2021 and 2022 combined. Buy yourself the Buckeyes getting better quarterback play next season, regardless
1: of who their starter is. Bye. Bye. By the way, can we not characterize Ohio State's season as a failure? And Can we recognize that Ohio State fans need to re- relax, call for this guy to be fired? What would most programs give to be in that position? And next year, they'd be right smack in the middle of the college football playoff.
3: It's probably because Kyle McCord knows he's going to get benched while he is getting himself out of there. Because I'm with you. They lost to Michigan at the end of their season. They had one loss. They're a fantastic football team. Great football team. Are they as good as they were last year and the year prior? Probably not, but it's such a high bar.
1: But the bar comes down next year.
3: Yeah, because you me- only got to be top 12. There's no yeah. way they're missing out of the top 12. No. No chance. And, Bill, while we talk about the transfer portal, Dylan Gabriel of Oklahoma also entered this morning. Oregon and USC thought to be heavy favorites to land Dylan Gabriel.
1: Buy or sell, you still like the transfer portal? Buy. Me too. Give me a buy as well, my friend.
3: Buy. Speaking of free agency in a way with the transfer portal, let's get to some baseball here. According to MLB Network's John Morosi, quote, Shohei Otani is likely to decide on a team within the next week, according to one source engaged with the top-end free agent market, end quote. Bill, buy or sell, you're surprised to hear that Otani – will be making a decision this quickly?
1: I mean, sell. I think he probably wants to settle it. Sell. Buy or sell, you think there's at least a 40% chance he goes somewhere not named the Los Angeles Dodgers? Buy. Really? Yeah, I'll take those odds. Who's the most likely dark horse? Who's the most likely non-West Coast team? Non-West Coast I don't know if you can classify
3: him as a dark horse, but I think the Yankees would be the The non-West Coast. (sighs) Cubs time. Feeling confident now that you got Craig Council as your manager.
1: Cubs. Man, those Brewers fans really hate him now.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was there for almost a decade. He played for them. It sounded like he was going to stay. Bart
1: Winkler fills in very He's big mad.
3: He's big mad. He is big mad. Very upset with Craig Council. When it
1: comes to how angry they are, they didn't keep their council. Bye. We're just going to kick them while they're down? I'm not kicking them. This is a great punt. By the way, I don't – I'm not that enthralled by Craig Council. Like, I, I – I'm not either. I mean, he's a good manager. Yeah. Evi-
3: evidence would point to him being a good manager. He did
1: an outstanding job for the Brewers, but I'm not that enamored. But, I mean – By look, the way, he Botani's not, not going to the Cubs. Too cold, like, he's not going.
3: I don't think he's going to the Yankees either, but if you told me he was going to an East Coast team, that's the team I would pick. I think he's going to the Dodgers. You're probably right about that, Bill. Hoopier than that. Let's get to some NBA Oh, hoopier here. than thou. In one of the craziest games you'll ever see on Saturday night between the Thunder and the Mavs, Oklahoma City led 111-87 with 10.32 to go in the fourth quarter. The Dallas Mavericks then went on a 30-0 run. 30-0 to take a 117-111 lead with 4.18 to go in the game, yet the Thunder ended up winning 126-120. Bill, buy or sell? losing a game in which you went on a 30-0 fourth quarter run is inexcusable. I will buy that. Buy. It was amazing,
1: too. It was amazing.
3: I get Doncic being exhausted, and if memory serves correct, Kyrie did not play in this game. 30-0 in the fourth quarter and you still yep. lose? Yeah. Jason Kidd was yelling at us last week that they closed games great
1: this year. That is the height of inconsistency, and I kind of loved it. All right, let me ask you a question. Buy or sell, next year, you're open to, to having a soccer team watching a little international soccer. Sell. So. Oh, wow.
3: I mean, I'm going to sell it because you'll probably force me to do it anyway.
1: Well, you do never do anything I asked you to do. That's all. Bad. The All the cool kids are watching now. Who's the cool kids? Stu? Nope, not cool. DiBenedetto? Nope, not cool. Gallo?
3: Not cool. Uh, LeBron? Uh, he's cool. I actually have yeah. one more LeBron question here if you'd like to get that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. Oh, good. you get it in there? Good. Over the weekend, Bill, LeBron James got into a verbal altercation with Houston Rockets head coach Ime Udoka, And while neither got overly animated, Yudoka said a magic word that I know you know what it is a few times. What's and, the word? Uh, it starts with a B. What's it rhyme with? Uh. It's kind of like, you know, when you have an itch, you scratch the itch. Got
1: it. Got it. Uh, it.
3: Yudoka was tossed from the game. So my question to you, Bill, buy or sell Ime Yudoka deserved to be ejected.
1: So he actually called LeBron a word Uh, that rhymes with which. He told him to stop being. Yeah. I believe LeBron said don't use that word, and he did it again. Yes. Yes, he did. he? It was bizarre
3: because neither one of them. Uh, You know, you would think an altercation, right? They're throwing their hands up. They're screaming at each other. It was pretty calm.
1: It was pretty funny. Uh, I'll buy that he should have been tossed, but I'll also buy that I found it very amusing. Buy. And I think some of that is this guy trying to show his team to have no fear of LeBron. To demystify LeBron James. I enjoyed it very much. That was a good buy. That was a long buy or sell. Did you like my uh, Mike Evans and Tyreek
3: Hill question?
2: I worked I really was hard on
1: that. Marvelous. How much time did that take you? Uh, too much. <laughs> too long. I spent far too much time on that. You did a great job. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. We're proud of you, Tommy. And we're proud of the Bengals. for fighting on. But it could be rough against the Jags tonight. We'll get into that game after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogus.
0: After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash acrossamerica. Ooh, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medello, the mark fighter. responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors
2: are members of the National Association of Realtors.
0: You're listening
1: to the Writer Than You podcast. Remember, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I was not surprised when the committee revealed its decision-making yesterday for the college football playoff. That it was Alabama, and not FSU, and part of that time I thought justified to me my perspective that it, that it felt right. I think I would have been I might have gasped a little more if it was Florida State. were you Were you surprised when it was announced that FSU was out? I was, but maybe I shouldn't have been looking back,
3: given that this is the final year of a 14 playoff? It doesn't matter about a precedent being set of an undefied, True. undefeated Power 5 team being left out because they'll never be left out in that situation with a 12 team. So the precedent doesn't matter anymore.
1: You're right. They don't, you're, it's a great point. Since this thing is getting blown up anyway, who cares what, what, what standard it sets? For the, there is no future. And I, There is no, this could happen to somebody else.
3: I'm with you. I don't think it's an SEC bias. I think it's an Alabama and Nick Saban bias.
1: I do, too. Maybe Georgia. I don't even know that Georgia would have gotten the benefit of the doubt. Not on if the Georgia same were,
3: level as Alabama.
1: No. If Alabama were one and Georgia were whatever they were, eight, and Alabama had been undefeated and Georgia had a single loss to Texas, and Georgia beats Alabama, I think maybe it's just no SEC. The thing is, you do want— I I, I understand the argument you're making— Ephraim's making, our callers made at 855 cbs that it's not fair to those kids. It, it it doesn't reward their willingness to keep gutting out when, when a guy got, when their quarterback got hurt, all of that. But to quote Unforgiven, fa- fairness has nothing to do with it. It's just, it isn't fair. I think Alabama's clearly the better football team. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not right. I think Alabama's the better football team. I think the question was on Texas. Oklahoma State's not a huge. I don't think it's a hugely impressive win. They are SEC champions, or excuse me, the SEC next year. They are Big Twelve champions. They did lose to Oklahoma when Oklahoma was playing well. And what did Oklahoma finish? Ten and two. Does that sound right? That sounds right. I don't think yeah. they got a third loss. Not a bad, not a bad loss for Texas. I think Bama was always getting in, and that pulls Texas in, even though Alabama is technically ranked fourth. Also, what are you more excited about? Would you be more excited to see Michigan Alabama, which is what we get, or Michigan FSU, knowing you have a backup quarterback? Clearly, clearly, it's Michigan Alabama.
3: Absolutely. Even though I think FSU should have gotten in, I'm more excited to see Alabama play Michigan.
1: And you're going to watch it. You're going to be riveted by it. I will too. It's going to be incredible. I mean, the college football playoff, the college football committee, the NCAA, that entire apparatus. It is a business. They've never cared about student-athletes. They've never cared about that side. It's a, it is about the money. Cold, hard cash. And from a business perspective, what will draw the most eyeballs? What will create the best football? And therefore allow them to sell more advertising in the years ahead to grow the sport. It's Alabama in the college football playoff. I think Alabama's a bigger draw than Georgia. Because of Nick Saban. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, the Jags, quietly, I, I asked uh, Ephraim a question, Tom, I'll ask you. We have both been pretty high on Jacksonville and on Miami over the course of this year. Jacksonville started slowly, has played really well since uh, the start of the season. Miami's had some ups and downs, but they're both really good football teams. If you had to pick one team to carry the mantle, through, that you can't take the Ravens, you can't take the Chiefs, and the AFC... Who are you taking? I think I'm taking the Dolphins, but man, the Jags have. Because I think I think Miami's defense is better and has a higher upside. But Jacksonville's played really, really well.
3: I'm taking I'm taking Jacksonville. You know where I really? stand with Miami. They're they're in that same group as Dallas. They got to show me they can do this. They can have this high octane offense against a team that's actually going to do something this year. Like Miami has beaten up on bad teams as they should. They've lost to teams. That have winning records. I mean, it's it's black and white with them for me. Jacksonville, Jacksonville is playing outstanding football right they now. Are. And they should probably win this game by a whole lot tonight, considering they're going up against Jake Browning, not Joe Burrow. But I think it's Jacksonville for me right now.
1: Bengals have lost three in a row. It's not much of a test. No Joe Burrow means season is basically over. There's a lot of teams that could have been really interesting and good that have lost their guys. Browns, not what they could be. Bengals, not what they could be. Jets, not what they could be. I know the Colts are winning games, but I'd love to see this team with Anthony Richardson play. be interesting what their upside could be. Maybe ah, Kenny Pickett's going to miss a week or two, but you know the Steelers were winning games, and he went down in that game against Arizona. The AFC has so many good teams. I'm not sure there are as many great teams as I thought there were.
3: I mean, Bill, by the end of the night, Jacksonville might be tied with Miami and Baltimore for the
1: best record in the AFC. It's crazy. I'm still kind of lukewarm on the Ravens, too, and I'm probably going to get past that, too. I, I still—it's the same thing that you said about the Dolphins and we've said it about Dak Prescott. I want to see Lamar Jackson and Baltimore play at their highest levels when it's the playoffs and when it's that level of competition and that, ki- that kind of pressure. When I see that, I'll start to believe in Baltimore. If you could take the Chiefs of the field right now in the AFC, what are you taking? Field? Field. This year feels different.
3: I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's a unique problem in that they're having trouble putting points on the board, and when they struggled the last five years, it was because of their defense mostly. But this year feels different for Kansas City. To,
1: to your argument, by the way, they're 8-4, and four, but they have kind of a Patriots thing going on. I mean, they are in a really – Really weak division. They're three and one in that division. I don't. I still don't think the Broncos are that good. Obviously, the Chargers have been incredibly underwhelming. The Raiders aren't that good. There's not a single team for me in the AFC West outside of Kansas City that I would take seriously as a contender. So in some ways, it's it's propped them up a little bit. The Chiefs. What would their record be if they played in the AFC North? They're just missing something. All right, fun show. Good show. Thanks to Tom, who we appreciate so much here on the show. Except for Ephraim. He doesn't appreciate you at all. Uh, Thank you for listening. My name is Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder Than You. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.